Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and the Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope you are having a great day wherever you are in this world. Uh, thank you for your support of my podcast and I and, and please do share it with as much as people as you can. So today we're just going to talk about the state of the Indian Railways. People have been degrading Indian railways for a very long time, saying nasty things. And since the accident in Odisha, they have been saying even more nasty things, uh, especially coming from the License Raj and their gullible people. Um, We've got a whole lot of nasty things going on. But I just want to talk about the state of the Indian railways, okay? Um, look, the railways were started by the British, we all know. Um, and this is their one of their legacies. Uh, we always talk about a negative legacy, but we have to ta- give credit where credit is due. Without the Indian railways, this country would not have worked. It is the lifeline of the country. Um, it was started by the British, and the first rail, I think, was started in uh, in Bombay if I'm not mistaken, but I, I could be wrong in that one. Uh, today, Mumbai, there were not 20 million people in the city at that time, but anyway, um, so we know that the, the Indian railways were started by the British. Now, a lot of people, like I said, have Indian railways has grown over time, uh, substantially, and especially given that we're 1.4 billion people. Uh, but I, I also want to say that I live in another country. I don't live in India. I live in North America. Um, And it's very clear. People like to say that, you know, the Indian railways are bad. I guarantee you, okay, I guarantee you that rail in other countries is not exactly magnificent. Okay, not magnificent either. I used to grumble uh, when I was there, but I guarantee you, when I came to North America, uh, I was loving the Indian railways. I'm like, oh my God, we never had this in India. We never had that in India. Okay, so it was not it was not uh, clean. It was very unkempt. But there was a lot of things about Indian railways that I liked and I missed compared to uh, railways over here. Given the load of the traffic that the Indian railways um you know you the indian railways um carry uh, they are doing a phenomenal job compared to what foreign railways do and i give you uh, a, a look at you know railways in north america look there are many problems with the weather there are uh, you know accidents uh, derailments uh, deaths uh, the good points too um uh, there is also uh, stoppage on the railways. Uh, they don't always come on time. They're late. But there are many issues in, in, in local railways in North America. And it's not developed, okay? Not all cities have metros and railways and things like that. I went to Chicago. Um, I went to Chicago, you know, a couple of years ago. And I was surprised to see the railway there. It's not bad, but it was not exactly great either. You know, I'm telling you. Indian railways are a lot better than Chicago railways. And I'm going, oh my God, this is Chicago. Well, look, it took me from point A to point B and I was really grateful for that. But like I said, uh, just bear with me and I will be back with you shortly.
Yes, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, it was a little cat that came to say hello. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, Indian railways are doing very well. But we know that the state of the Indian railways has deteriorated, okay? Because our country has moved from one from 333 million people in 1947 uh, to... Um, to... Um, 1.4 billion in nine in 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 2014 okay 1.4 that's a four time increase a four time increase and it just no country in the world can keep up at that spa at that pace um within 75 years no country in the world okay and, and if you look at, at even china china has the most rail track in the world it also has the most most rail accidents if i'm not mistaken no i don't think they have the most rail accidents um i think it's bangladesh and, and pakistan but look the most rail accidents in the world are on the indian subcontinent whether it's bangladesh or pakistan or sri lanka but it does happen but we've got a huge population. The population on the Indian subcontinent is 1.9 billion people. Okay, so um, let me tell you that the 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 amount of people being killed or or dying or accidents, the ratio is is not as much as it would be anywhere else in the world compared to the amount of people that use the service um, and who travel use the rail service travel along these lines compared to what we use. It is not a lot compared to foreign countries where you go to a place called uh, called Canada and, and they've got rail accidents, not to say that it doesn't happen, but they don't have so many casualties because their rail is always empty. Or if not, it's used by cargo uh, because people don't travel so much by rail in Canada, by rail in Canada and people don't go, um, they use the car or they, they use aircraft, but they don't always use rail. And so the rail is mostly empty, if not it's cargo. So in India, in this Indian subcontinent, a lot of people use the rail service, and so you'll have more accidents. So you have to understand the, the ratios over here. Um, having said that, we've got an increase in population, and the Indian National Congress did not do anything to curb the population for 65 years. Nothing. They left this population in the hands of these godforsaken uh, ideologues that's the Christian priests and the Muslim mullahs and the Hindu pundits they left us to multiply it, it multiply in uh, like flies I mean unbelievable multiply 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 there was no program from 1947 to 2014 uh, at all uh, to reduce the population it just doubled and tripled and quadrupled you do not expect anything to be done uh, you do not expect any good to come out of something like this no good can come out of a population quadrupling okay and you have the Indian National Congress talking about oh unemployment unemployment well your unemployment is because you didn't have a population program even Iran had a population program even Bangladesh has a population program but India did not have and this is because of the licensed secular Raj the only thing they were doing was taking our money so that's why the Indian Railway suffered it is a dinosaur department um, with um, Im with 
employees going dating back to God knows when, systems outdated, track outdated, um, no uh, covered system on tracks. Not even electrified. These tracks are not even these. These systems are not even electrified in some places. So, it is a mess. Uh, Narendra Modi, the Honorable Prime Minister, inherited a mess. Complete, complete mess. Um, and and it's 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 terrible. It's absolutely terrible. It's a dinosaur department. However, there has been a lot of investment by the Narendra Modi government. So let's look at what he has done. Okay. Um, so basically, here we go. I just want to show this to you. Okay. So the transformation of the Indian railways under the Modi government. Uh, from Vande Bharat Riram Station, railways have witnessed a historical reform in nine years. Okay. Uh, there he has put in the in the India government, that's the Modi government, has put in the most amount of money uh, invested ten times more money than the UPA government in Indian railways, okay? Uh, there are 10 times more uh, electrified tracks, 30 times more bio toilets, improved passenger toilets and safety um, on these tracks. So Indian railways has played a great, uh, played, um, realizing that the part that the Indian railways played in driving and uplifting the Indian economy, the Modi government has unleashed a a whole uh, panoply of projects that have metamorphosed, metamorphosed, uh, and given Indian railway sectors a boost in all the years. Here is some of the milestones: electrifying Indian railways with the aim to provide an eco-friendly, energy-efficient mode of transportation. A lot of emphasis is given to electrifying Indian railways. India plans to have the largest green network in the world. And I'm reading from the financialexpress.com, so if you want to go to the Financial Express, you're most welcome to. According to the Ministry of Railways, 14 states, union territories, have already achieved 100% electrification of the rail networks for March the 31st, 20, um, as of March 21st, 2023. The states and union territories that have achieved these milestones are Delhi, Chandigarh, Haryana, Himachal Pradesh, Jammu Kashmir, Ch Ch Chandigarh, Odisha, Puducherry, uh, Madhya Pradesh, Meghalaya, Teng Telangana, Odisha, Uttar Pradesh, and Uttarakhand. The elect further electrification of railways will not only reduce India's dependency import imported petroleum-based and on petroleum-based energy, but also enhance the country's energy security. The Indian Railways aim to achieve 100% electrification in all states by December 23 deadline. So that's about six months from now. Uh, expanding the rail network, the Modi government has expanded the rail network by laying new rail track in various states in the country. For example, uh, connectivity to northeast India was a topmost priority. Uh, rail link from Balipura, Balukong in Arunachal Pradesh, Rangia to Murkong Silak, and Lumding to Silchar in Assam, Agartala to Komarbhat in Tripura, Arunachal Pradesh to Jiribam in and Kathakal 
to Bairabi in Mizoram have already been converted to a broad gauge, um, and they're also a um, expanding network to Arunachal Pradesh and to Twang. So they're doubling also the rail tracks. In the last nine years, the Narendra Modi government uh, ha uh, has focused on doubling the track uh, with the purpose to reduce or minimize train traffic. In the budget 2022, 23-24, the rail rails has allotted 30,749 crores for just for doubling the track. For those unaware, the process of expanding a single track to a double track is called doubling, and this is not only this not only improves op operational efficiency but also allows for smooth movement of railways. So then you have uh, upgrading railway stations with trains and modern amenities. So we have pictured the site of railway stations and what came to us was a picture of dirty tracks and dirty waiting rooms. However, the scenario is now a thing of the past. Railway stations have received a major facelift in um, in the last few years with 400 redeveloped stations. These spaces are now mostly con congestion free with non-conflicting entry and exit points. There are segregation in departments and arrival of passengers. Indian railways have been thoughtfully, uh, thoughtful of specially able persons as they now have provided wheelchairs and separate pathways for them at the railway stations. Um, and one of the post-budget announcements also stressed on the modification of existing infrastructure. Andhra Pradesh has identified 72 stations for transformation. Assam has, in, has identified 49. Bihar, 86. And Gujarat has identified 87 stations for upgrades. In introductions to semi-high-speed trains, Vande Bharat has defined, definitely upgraded the way of traveling interstate, um, one of the projects of Indian Railways. Um, the and one of the 18 routes are New Delhi, Varanasi, Gandhi, Nagar, Mumbai, and on and on and on it goes. So it, it is a huge project and it has definitely, definitely upgraded um, India's comfort and, and um, the life of interstate travel. Um, now, there is also security enhancement uh, and other facilities, CCTV surveillance, surveillance, lead lightning, uh, GPS, bio-vacuum toilets, heat ventilation, air condition, um, and that's great. Automatic signaling. Another major milestone in the journey of the Indian railways is the development of automatic electronic block signaling at railway stations. The automatic signaling has been installed with the purpose of increasing line capacity and safety measures on tracks. Also, it is cost-effective solution. The Indian Railways has installed an automatic signaling, signaling system in 530 kilometers during 2022-2023, as compared to 218 in the previous year an increase in 143%. Um, these are the best figures achieved. Now, when it comes to passenger, um, um, you know, s uh, passenger service, uh, they impl Im implement implemented the UTS mobile ticketing app. Um, the UTS, which was introduced, allowing passengers to book unreserved tickets online, avoiding the need for physical tickets. This is the most applicable 
um, to passengers who travel by train frequently, and the app saves time from them waiting in uh, waiting in queues to purchase tickets to platforms, visits, or local trains. Commissioning one of India's longest railway tunnel um, in Jammu and Kashmir, the Bani Hal Kazigon railway station, known as the Pfir Pangal railway tunnel, runs from through Phil Pangal Range in Jammu and Kashmir. It is the longest railway tunnel and enhances connectivity to the Kashmir Valley. It, beca it became operational in 2013 as part of the Jammu Barumala line and the average tunnel is reportedly 17, 16 meters. Um, and of course you have the implementation of the dedicated freight corridor that's a dfc project initiated in 2006 witnessed significant progress in the last nine years dfc aims to create an exclusive freight corridor to enhance the efficiency of freight transportation and reduce congestion on existing uh, rail line. So this is what we have improved on uh, by the Narendra Modi government. Obviously, there are a lot of things to to improve upon. Uh, the Kavad system has been put all around the place, uh, all over the seventy thousand kilometers of track. Um, now there are one point four lakh rail safety jobs lying vacant. One. 0.4 lakh, and if you're looking at my uh, at my following me on on uh, um, if you're following me on on Facebook right now, you go, you're looking at a page over here. Uh, it's on my Facebook page, and I put it there for a reason because if you look at this page, it is a tender I think from a from the railway board in New Delhi, and the subject is selection of Group B post of assistant commercial manager, regular seventy percent commercial department. Um, Okay, so basically it says here in the written test held for section selection to uh, GRB post of assistant commercial manager, uh, regular 70%, on 01072017, none of the candidates appeared for the written test have secured qualifying marks. However, the falling ST candidates who secured 20% marks in the written test are considered under the scheme of the best among the failed candidates. That means they've only qualified with 20%. Um, and um, only 20%, okay? And they, they, the best among the failed candidates. And none of them have cleared, okay? Um, against the vacancy reserved for ST in the terms of railway board letters. Um, number 88. The above named employees may be advised of the result and asked to be in readiness to appear for the Viva Vos test. The date for the Viva Vos test is fixed at a very short notice. They may be directed for medical examination as per para 530B of the IRMM, the medical fitness certificate, should speci specifically mention fit, unfit as per para 530B. The following documents of the above named employees may be sent to the deputy CPOG. Um, to special messenger immediately. Medical fit certificate is in original along with one photocopy, duly attested, blah, blah, blah. So basically, no one passed the test and um, the best among the failed candidates have secured only 20% of 
marks. Can you understand what I'm trying to say? That means the railways employs people. The railways employ people that are unfit, have failed the test, have not qualified, have got 20% marks, but because they have a reservation policy, uh, they have to take these candidates without helping them, without empowering them, without helping them to clear the test better, to give them better training. No, they just employ them. And this, my dear friend, is the problem and one of the reasons why we had the accidents at Odisha um, a couple of days ago. Uh, the issue here is um, there are not only 1.4 lakh security jobs lying vacant. The people, there are a lot of people working there. I'm not saying all. There are a lot of people who work for the railways who are not fit because of this STSC uh, reservation. This reserva reservation system in India is doing India the most harm possible. They are not empowering the youth to be better. They are empowering the youth to stay behind and stay negative, stay uneducated, stay unempowered because they know they are going to get automatic entry into areas. So we are not empowering them to rise above the status quo. We're not empowering them to rise to be better every day. They're not empowering them to think out of the box. We're saying, no, you sit there, you're in ST class, you're in SC class, you're going to get a reservation, we'll give you a job. So that is basically what they're saying. This reservation system for SC, ST is the worst thing that could happen to the Indian state. Uh, as long as it's there, the Indian state is not going to go forward. Uh, it is disgusting. Um, it, it was needed at one point of time. It was needed in the first generation after independence, maybe the second generation after independence, because it takes time to evolve, to get out of that mentality of feudalism uh, that we have been occupied for so many centuries. Um, we, our minds have changed. We have been uh, left high and dry, no economic help. So yes, in the first two generations, but we have reached third and fourth generations. All these people today who are born, are born three, four generations after independence. We've had three, four generations to get an education, to think out of the box, to be better, to, to rise up above the status quo, to question, to challenge. Why do we need a reservation today? Uh, because some Abrahamic empire is spreading false news about, oh, caste and caste and caste, so we need to do it. They have made us into caste. And that's the problem. And we have, we have, we've had to have this reservation system because of a caste backward mentality that is brought to this country by Abrahamic invaders. And that is a long and a short of the story over here. So. Um, Absolutely, it is important to understand that the reservation system has to go. Uh, the job vacancies have to be filled. Uh, another area where we work, we work on is privatization. That is the only way we're going to get out of this privatization, my friend. And um, yeah, absolutely. Every time you, every single one of you can contribute. Every time someone pays, cheats on buying a ticket does not pay for that ticket. Remember you're contributing to someone's debt because the less money they have, the more, um, the less they inv invest in security, the less they invest in upgrading the system. Every time you hold money back from the Indian railways, uh, you're causing 
a problem. So contribute by paying, contribute by improving the by sending them the ideas, contributing by contribute by thanking them for their service. Don't always grumble because that's important. Grumbling is not going to get us anywhere. Uh, contribute to them, say thank you to them, and believe me, they will work for you lock, stock, and barrel because it's a great, great. Um, it's one of the great you know, stories of India, but it, it's also a dinosaur in another sense. So that's important to understand the, the yin and the yang. And we can all contribute to this every single day uh, by paying our tickets, uh, by not um, by not cheating, by, uh, by staying on our res reservation seats, by you know, looking after a passenger, paying paying someone who is who is not able to pay, buy your friend a ticket, buy a poor person a ticket to go somewhere so that he doesn't have to cheat and, and pay half a fare or go standing. Um, and the railway gets your ticket money and gets a contribution. So that's important not to cheat because every time we are corrupt, we, we, don't, we don't pay our ticket fees. Someone somewhere is going to pay a price. And that was the reason one of the Disha... Um, Odisha um, um, rail accident because there's not enough money to over overhaul the Indian railways, uh, which will take us three generate three generations, at least three decades, at least if not more, to overhaul the Indian railway. So that's important, and that starts with your contribution by saying thank you, by paying for your ticket, by paying a ticket of a friend or someone who's poor who wants to go, uh, pay for a friend, pay a ticket for a friend. That will be so great. Uh, and we can all help and contribute to the Indian Railways to make it better, to make it one of the best systems in the world. And together as an Indian nation, yes, we can. So thank you very much for your time. Don't forget to share this video. Don't forget to contribute and, and be proud of the little things we do, the small things, because baby steps make us a great nation. Thank you. Cheers. Stay safe until we meet again.